Welcome to another episode of Hip Hop Social Worker. Um, I am Christopher Scott, and I brought my friend Drea back. Hello, people. <laughs> she had a sweet idea. She was super excited. She asked me, she was like, you heard the Kanye album? And I was like, yeah, I heard it. It was all right. And she thought it would be a good idea for us to do a deep dive and kind of give Kanye West an assessment of some sorts. Me with my, you know, I'm going to come from a like a social worker's lens, and she's going to come from a... Uh, from a, uh, what is your degree again? It's counseling? Yep. You know, so hers is going to be a little more in depth with, you know, because she's smarter than I am. <laughs> 100% not true. Uh, mine is going to be from Adrea Theory. So Ooh. let's see. All right. So basically, uh, you know, this last Kanye album, what was it? Ye? The album Ye. Seven Yee. songs. It's just quick enough for us to wash the dishes and be done with it. Uh, you know, I listened the first listen. It was, you know, it it is it, definitely. I'm gonna put it out there just because I'm like a hip hop fan. It definitely was Kanye's worst album. <laughs> 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 definitely the worst album. But listening to it, you could definitely hear there was there was something going on, you know. And but it's, it had a lot of controversy leading up to the album. So, but uh, we'll just we'll kind of break that down to. Um, the worst album. His worst album. Wow. His worst album, definitely. I guess I never even thought about it. I mean, and that's not to say I didn't like some songs, but I mean, if you figure like you got college dropout, you got uh, re- late registration, you got the graduation, you got eight oh eight on heartbreak, you got um, my twisted dark beautiful fantasy, you even got Yeezus, which people didn't like that either. Really, I love Yeezus, but but some people don't like that. So yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this definitely has to go on the bottom of the. <laughs> the totem pole. So are you determining that this is a trash album, or are you just saying it's, like, not as good? You know, it's hard to say trash because seven songs, I like three of them, kind of like two and a half. So two and a half out of seven songs, what is that, about 37%? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's not, because to me, trash is like, I can't vibe with it at all. Like, zero percent. So it was okay. It's all right, you know. So, I loved it. <laughs> so, why'd you love it? I mean, okay, well, I'll just give you a disclaimer. I am not a quote-unquote hip-hop head. Mm-hmm. Music actually doesn't often vibe with me. I'm not one of those people who just, like, listens to music. I got way too much ADHD for that. Mm-hmm. I can't just be listening to music. I loved it because I can do it, like, one Time I can listen to the whole album like awesome. I'm done at the gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm finished. I'm finished. That you was know? a good 25 minutes. I'm at um, work. But I think because I had there was so much hype around it mm-hmm. that I wanted to know what he was going to say. Okay. And what he was going to come out with. And somebody was asking me like, why did you? Why do you like it? And it's like because it feels like I can turn on my therapist brain mm-hmm. and like hear certain things. And I'm like. Oh, that's paranoia. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and I can, like, turn my therapist brain on, and it kind of reminds me of, like, being in a session. Okay. And I'm trying to decipher and figure out different cues and what's happening. Mm-hmm. So it has another buy-in for me. Mm, Instead yeah. of just, like, listening to it, I can actually, like, do the thing I love to do, which is be a therapist and listen. Yeah. And be like, oh, that's hypomania. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because there was a lot of hype around it, I wanted to actually hear what was going to happen. <laughs> so I had to hear it. But I had to hear it. Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense actually. Because you, I mean, so let's just let's let's rewind it back. So if you follow Kanye all these years, you can kind of see that there was some shit going on. You know, mm-hmm. from the Yeezus rollout, I feel like um, you know he's he he was trying to he was going through all these radio stations, having these crazy interviews, kind of going off on people. Really, like, kind of playing, I want to say, well, he's playing a victim. He was trying to get into fashion. Fashion wasn't really fucking with him. Mm-hmm. You know, he was saying because it was racism, so he made all this, like, kind of angry music, mm-hmm. which was Jesus. And it wasn't all that angry, but he had a few songs. I was like, oh, yeah, you're, he's pissed, right? Yep. And then he was having interviews where he was short. 
interview, like people like, you know, there was a few times with TMZ run up on him and he would just kind of go off, you know, so I kind of, <laughs> so, you know, I kind of feel like he was going through some things and then about a year after Jesus came out, he was looking a little better. He was kind of acting a little better, you know, uh, he signed a deal with Adidas, you know, and he was looking like he, it was, shit was going on. But during like that Life of Pablo rollout, he was having these concerts where he would, he, he just would spaz out. Mm-hmm. He would talk for like an hour, you know, about, about just, yeah, just about random shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, I mean, personal shit. So it was like, those was like his therapy sessions. But didn't he say in one of those times, like, tell like Jay-Z to like send the shooters? Or something? Don't send the shooters. Oh, don't send the shooters. Yeah, because he had a problem with, you know, his guy Jay-Z. You know, he was saying there that he didn't come to his wedding. He wanted to reach out to him. And then he told him, don't send the shooters, which is like dry snitching. You can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't be doing that. If you talk about don't send the shooters, that's making it hot. But, you know, so he was, so I feel like a mental breakdown was coming. And then there was an interview with Charlemagne where he kind of, where he, where he said that he actually was in the hospital. Yep. You know, he was, he was in the hospital and for, for you know having a mental breakdown, but I guess no, I think it came out a few years ago too that he was, but he confirmed it because there was a rumor right a few years ago, and then he confirmed it like, well, yeah, I was spending my time in the hospital, got liposuction, got liposuction because he didn't want people to call him fat. I was like, fam, you like when you get liposuction, I feel like, especially like to like not be like an obese person, it's a start, you know, like to get liposuction, I feel like you got like you got you, you got some image problems or some. You know, like what do they call that? Um, what's the DSM five uh, body dysphoria? Dis- dysphoria or dysphoria. Just some image maintenance? Yeah, just you know. Like, but it's interesting because not only did he get plastic surgery, but that's how his mom passed away. Yeah. So it's like, so you're willing? You literally have somebody who passed away mm-hmm. doing plastic surgery, but you're like, you know what? I'm gonna take that chance. Yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and do it. I'm just gonna go ahead and do it. <laughs> I mean, we don't know what type of plastic surgery. We don't know like what type of liposuction. Or we don't know if you like actually went oh. under the knife or you did the like. There's different types. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's like ones where you like go under the knife and you do like the tummy tuck, and then yeah. there's ones where they just like freeze the fat and suck it out. Mm. Well, you know? He still looked a little. He looked a little struggle still, like recently, like reading some pictures. So they must have not. I mean, he must have. He must have followed a diet plan to get him after. Or he just keeps creating bigger clothes so that he can just get larger. Yeah. Because his clothes literally are so big. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes sense because you keep getting larger. You just create yeah. the larger clothes. Just keep, <laughs> just keep going for you it. You just create the trend you and know? everybody's wearing large clothes <laughs> and nobody notices. You know, yeah, but I think, that, I, think, I think that works as well as he probably thought it would. No. Because I feel like when you wear bigger clothes... People see like, hey, you're getting big, <laughs> you know. Well, and now that he said it out loud, yeah, you know, and it doesn't probably help that he's around a lot of people who care about the way they look. Mm-hmm. So that probably doesn't help his self esteem much. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, definitely. So, so okay, so let's fast forward to current times. Okay, you know, in the hip hop world, we're here in Kanye's in Wyoming. With like <laughs> Wyoming, with, well, you know, I, I hear Wyoming is a place where musicians go to like get their, you know, to, you know, kind of tap into the creative juices. That's I mean, what I heard. I guess that's what I heard. That's what my that's what my man the Hamptons told me. But uh, but um, you know, and it, to me it makes sense because like you just in the middle of nowhere, you just kind of out there. You, you probably taking some drugs, you know. Probably didn't think about that. <laughs> you know, okay, you probably, you probably just you probably just chilling, you know. So, but uh, so he's in Wyoming. Doing his, doing his album, the first tweet because it's all the, all this controversy started with with uh, you know saying um, with the tweet. Yes. First tweet he tweets out that all these albums are coming out. You know these albums coming out. Me and Kid Cudi, Pusha T, uh, my album, Tiana Taylor, all seven songs. Shout out to Tiana Taylor's album, so good. You talking about, now? You talking about trash? <laughs> but but no! okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> not this podcast, but um. So, but, uh, so anyway, um, so he says that and people are like, already oh, he's talking like one of these albums ain't coming out. Right. Because I, f- I feel like that's like a kind of thing with, you know, Kanye is like, he says this shit, it doesn't really happen. We kind of move on. And then he tweets out, um, that he loves the way Candace Owens thinks that causes controversy. And I didn't right. even know who that was. Until he said it, and I seen a whole bunch of people talking shit like, "Oh, what the fuck, man? What's going on? You know, you fucking talking shit about this, about this racist ass woman." So I'm like, "Oh, well, let me see who Candace Owens is, right?" Mm-hmm. 
So I'll look her up. She's a, what do they call it, a pundit? Pundit, yes. A, a, a pundit, a black pundit for the Republican Party who, uh, you know, I, I feel like her message is buried under rhetoric, you know? Like, I can see how people could hate her because it's like, it's like, okay, I, I get it. You don't want people, you don't want black people to be, like, victimized. But the way you're, like, the way you're saying this stuff and, you're like, and like your, um, your narrative is just, like, very Ronald Reagan. Right. Well, I mean, the whole, it's like, I keep hearing people say, and I saw a tweet about it, and it was like, if you act like a victim, you'll become a victim. And it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're really taking a lot of the cultural context out of this. Yeah. And just you know. shooting things out there. Yeah. And that's, that's the hard part with her. But I think until he said that, nobody really knew who she was unless yeah. you were really invested in politics. In politics unless you, yeah, unless you, like, po- like, followed that shit, you know? Right. And now... Then Kanye said it, and then just what you did is what I did, yeah. which everybody else did, which is like, who's this lady? And yeah. now she has even more publicity yeah. because Kanye had to say something. Yeah, and then she, you know, and then they started kicking it. They started hanging out, which was weird. And it was weird because, like, she was shooting down, like, celebrities and liberals, and then when Kanye West shots her out, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, hell yeah, let's, let's do the damn thing, you know, so. But so I found out who that horrible lady is. Then, you know, then, and then he started tweeting about, like, Trump. Oh. And that came out of left field. People were like, oh, what the, f-? like, people were like, well, then he, then, he tweeted, then he tweeted out the Trump hat, you know, that he got his hat autographed. And then he was seeing with the hat. And then, like, you just keep seeing, and then he's saying all this, like, he's saying all this stuff. And I, I can't even, I can't even, like, put it in the words. Like, stuff he was saying was just, like, I was like, like, where does, where did this Trump support come from? Mm-hmm. You know, and I do know, uh, when, you know, when Trump was running for president, or when he was the, what they call that, the president elect or whatever, he had a meeting with Kanye. Right, and I mean, he, Kanye has said from the beginning, like, I'm pretty sure, and stop me if I'm incorrect, but I don't think I'm incorrect in this one. He was like, I didn't vote, but if I was about to vote, I would have voted for Trump because I like his energy. I think, yeah. I think you did say that, yeah. I mean, I so he's never not been, like, low-key supporting Trump. Yeah. But it just happened to be that probably he was probably in a phase yeah. and, and a little more talkative yeah. than he should have been. And somebody <laughs> should have took his phone and he started to have all those thoughts yeah. and they just kept flying. And he was like, you know what I should do? Tweet these. Yeah. That's tweeting, what I should do. Tweeting personal conversations. People trying to talk him off the ledge. You know, he's right. just sending screenshots. He's just going crazy. So, so I, I personally think that that, that was the buildup for his interview with Charlemagne. Yes. Because he said that he'd support Trump in that interview. But if you didn't, like, if he didn't go through all these tweets... I wouldn't have seen that coming. I'd be like, "Whoa, where the, mm-hmm. where did that come from?" You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I feel like that was to set that up. And then also, um, he went on TMZ, oh, yeah. said that slavery was a choice. Yes, you know. And and when he said it, I know I, I could tell when he said it. He thought he had like a bar. He was like, he said something that was going resonating. Everybody was kind of like, "Oh shit," you know. And then Van Lathan, which he blew up because because <laughs> of that, you know, right. he had to chop him down. And then from there, but see, but then from there, I heard that this album that we got now is not the album that Charlemagne heard. Right. This is, and that is what I was listening to. He was like, "This isn't the album that I heard." Because yeah. Then Kanye said he had to go back and backtrack. But I think an important part is like unpacking why he thinks slavery is a choice. Yeah. There's something <sighs> in his head where he's like, "No, no, no, no." You could have left if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, I think that's what he was trying to say. Like, because people didn't like uprise and like take over, which some people did. Some people did. But then you had slaves who didn't think they were slaves telling on them. Right. You know, so it's like if I got, you know, like if if I have three hundred sla- or maybe twenty slaves on the plantation, but I have one guy with a gun and he just shoots a random person. I mean, that kind of, you know, that kind of like takes away like people's courage. You know, it's like, well, shit, I don't want to be the one to get chosen to get shot. Absolutely. You know, even though there's powers of numbers. But I, so I think that's what he was going with. But he just didn't know how to roll it out. He And I mean, and I think it, he just doesn't know how to say what he's attempting to say, which mm-hmm. is like, we have choices, I think, or, like, we yeah. have options. And it's like, 
No, 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 no. You have options because you're Kanye West. Yeah. Right? Definitely. You have options to do whatever you want. You just showed up to TMZ. Yeah. Like, yeah that demonstrates yeah. your privilege. <laughs> yeah. You just walked into TMZ. Like, and you got an interview. And you got past all the guards. You got past everybody. Nobody said anything to you. Mm-hmm. Just spew some hate. Yeah. You have that privilege to mm-hmm. just walk towards TMZ. Yeah. Now, not everybody has the ability to do that. Yeah. Some people, to work at TMZ is their life goal. For real. You know? And you just walked your ass in there. And just said, hey, I want you all to know here, all you white people. Yeah. And one black guy. And slavery's a choice. And Ken someone, she was there. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was there. So so I think like the Trump shit and then that put together was just like people was just canceling them. You know, just just canceling them. But yeah, I find it interesting because Kanye isn't like the first like hip hop Republican. No. I remember in 04 when uh George Bush was running for uh president for again, I remember reading an article about um no, was that oh at four oh eight? It was one of those elections, and I, re- re- I remember reading an article about um, there was a group called Hip Hop Republicans. Of course, these rappers weren't Kanye West, but they were like local rappers, mm-hmm. saying they were on, you know, they were on the more, more conservative side. But even like, I mean, even historically, you know, even like, I mean, currently, black people morally are more conservative. You yeah. know, just because of you know, you know the religion, things like you know, I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know a lot of black people that are you know, outright voting for uh, pro life stuff or pro choice stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of black people I know uh, are really are really gonna go for um, you know um, marriage equality mm-hmm. because you know like just because of the religion, you know, just because mm-hmm. you know the Bible said do this, but because Republicans are so you know color struck that they can't get that vote. Yeah. So that's where. I mean, I think, and that's the hard part is that it's not, and that's the difference is he's not even saying he's Republican. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not. He's not even saying like I'm Republican because I support these views. He doesn't even have a reason. He is just literally spewing out words. And so that's the hard part. It's like, well, is Kanye Republican? No, Kanye isn't anything. Kanye yeah. is Kanye. <laughs> yeah, you know, Kanye is, he lives in his own bubble. He lives in his own bubble. He's not a Democrat. He's not a Republican. He's not independent. Kanye lives in Calabasas mm-hmm. and is worried about his life. Yeah. He's did, not worried about anything else. <laughs> did you see where uh, T.I. had, uh, you know, I guess called him or something, and T.I. said, so what about the Muslim ban? And Kanye said, well, what was that? Right. <laughs> and know? that's the thing is that he doesn't. And I think that's a part that gets skewed when people try to just, when people do um, say we're not supporting Kanye, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's fine for other people. But at the same time, it's like, you don't have to support him because it's not like he's doing this because he likes Trump's views or he likes Republican views. One, he's baiting us all, number one. And two, the, the rest of us, when we say something, we think about it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to. Yeah. He doesn't have to because he just has that privilege. He's like, no, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just like, you know, he even said it or people said this for him. I haven't heard him say it, but people say this for him that he just like Donald Trump because of, you know, he was an underdog. And people counted him out and he won. Mm-hmm. That's about as far as it went. You know, he was a he's a he's a rock star. Yeah. You know, but but why? I mean, why? 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 Why are people like, uh, you know, so gung, so gung ho to? You know, to counsel him because of Donald, because of his support for Donald Trump. Why do you think so? I think people don't know how to contain him. Mm-hmm. So it's like he's uncontainable. There's a certain way that, like, culturally we all operate. Yeah. Like, as black people, we all attempt, in my world, attempt mm-hmm. to operate to where, like, we are supporting one another Yeah. when there's an opposition. Mm-hmm. He literally is like, no, 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 I don't live like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, I think that what happens is that nobody knows how to contain him. So it's like, just stop him. Yeah. Just stop him from talking. Uh-huh. And so if we stop him from talking, if we just cancel him and we stop supporting him, then he'll stop talking. Or his voice won't impact the people who really people are worried about his fans. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the black community will then switch over to supporting Trump. I don't believe that because <laughs> Kanye supports Trump that all of a sudden people are like, that's a great idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think that's not giving a lot of credit Yeah. to our people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's true, 
But I think people don't know how to contain him. Yeah. And he he's a wild card. Mm-hmm. He at all times is a wild card. You don't know what he's going to say, how he's going to interpret it, where he's going to show up, what he's going to do. Uh-huh. But with that wild card is he's a artistic genius. Yeah. So it's like you can't completely shut that down. Mm-hmm. So I think people just want to cancel him because they don't know what to do. And they're like, we just need him to stop saying these things. Because then what happens is then the Trump supporters are like, see? Yeah. See? And it did happen. And it did happen. There were a few people. Like, because of this, I heard I, I, I uh, heard the term red pill black. Mm. I never heard. The, well, I mean, I know Van Lathan's uh, podcast is called The Red Pill, but I don't think it's because of that. Because he talks, he he goes hard on conservatives and racism. So it's like, okay, his, uh, he he can't be talking about that. But I do I do know that um, Alex Jones and uh, Candace Owens consider like black people who 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 are no longer um, who are no longer consider like themselves on the liberal plantation mm-hmm. to be you know swallow swallow the red pill, right? Which is corny as fuck. Yeah. But, you know, so. And I mean, in that, I think that's the hard part is that nobody wants, it's like nobody, everybody wants the same thing, right? Mm. We all collectively, all brown, mixed, black, we all want the same thing. But it's like when he starts going this way, we're like, hey, come on back. Because yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, you said in public, Bush hates black people. That's yeah. what we want. Bush hates Yes, you did say that. Yeah. yeah, you said Bush hates black people during Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we want. Yeah. It's like, so we want that spontaneity and rhetoric, but we just want it on our side. Yeah. Stop, stop doing it against us. What are yeah. you doing? Mm-hmm. You're on our side. Yeah, and, you know, there's some people who, who are confused, who, you know, who think that Trump represents everybody, but he doesn't. No. You know, like, so we have things like, you know, the Muslim ban, uh, him playing them uh, HBCU presidents for, like, a photo op. Um, then now I hear he wants to, uh, you know, for a course of immigration shit, separating families. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's kids in court representing themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on, like, there's no way, like, you, you, there's no way these policies mean that much to where you put these kids to that. Right. You know, and then now he's talking about getting rid of affirmative action. Exactly. And the thing is, is that if you were to sit, I think, if you were to sit down, Kanye, and say these things to him, you'd be like, I still like him as a person. <laughs> you know, it's like closed thinking. Like, yeah. I cannot contain, can't take on any more information. Yeah. I have this information. Regardless of what you say he is, mm-hmm. I like his energy. Yeah. You well, know, I like that he's a lion. Yeah. Or whatever he said about him. So it's dragon. Like, we, it's like, again, arguing intellect with somebody who's not... Doing any intellect on he's, his side. He's not even connected to, to like our world, you know. No. If, if, if let's say affirmative action, you know, were to go away, you know, and not like affirmative action really help. I mean, you know, us anyway, because you you go to these colleges and you just see like, you know, what's the quota? Three percent. You see three percent. You see three <laughs> percent. No, you're not seeing nothing else. You see fucking three percent, and that's it. But. He wouldn't need to depend on that. Mm-mm. You know, he wouldn't need. He don't need. He don't need to apply for a job or apply to get in school or all this other shit. And his kids don't need that. You know, and people in his life, and so he doesn't have. And I think that's the context. Yeah. How can you ever assume that like he knows what the hell he's talking about when he has mm. no context? Yeah. You know, and this is something that I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they're talking about you know when people get to the level that he's at, you either lose sight. Yeah. Or you actively stay connected. Mm-hmm. And he definitely lost sight. Yeah. And is cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, even, I'm living my best life. You know, he's not he's not even worried about it. You he's know? not he's, worried about it. He went to, he got his diagnosis. He made his album. All his albums is doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, you know, let's keep the energy going. But let's get into the album. So why did you like the album? Oh, I love the album. Okay, so again, I have no context comparing it to other albums, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel you. So if we're comparing it to, like, apples and oranges, I ain't got nothing for yeah. <laughs> So let's just be very clear on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about hip-hop. I'm not really a music person, but this one I had to listen to. I like the album, number one, because it's short. I need short. Yeah. I just need that in my life. Okay. Um, And I liked a lot of the message. I was like, oh. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it allowed me a little more insight 
to the psyche of what he's experiencing. Okay. Which is why I love being a therapist. Yeah. Because I love to dive into people's head. I'm like, oh, how did you get there? Mm -hmm. I'm like, because we're all over here, but you're over there. Yeah. And generally when, like, we're all on this island and the other person's over on a different island, they have a really logical, to them, reason why they're on the other island. Yeah. Like, a hundred of us are over here in sanity, and they're like, no, 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 you guys are wrong, I'm right. Mm -hmm. But when you (laughs) dissect it and you ask them about their beliefs and how they got there— I'm like, oh, I could see how that makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense to me, but I can see how it makes sense to you. Yeah. And that's what I loved about the album. I could be like, oh, I see how he views being a father. That mm-hmm. makes sense to him. Yeah. Now that doesn't 100% make sense to me. Or when he talks about in the first song, um, um, essentially talking about murder. Mm-hmm. Like, I love myself, and I've wanted to kill myself, so I definitely have wanted to kill you. It's like, that doesn't really make sense to me, but yeah. I can see through the rest of the song how that makes sense to you. Yeah. So I like the map. Okay. I'm into the map. Yeah, and especially, like, you know, artistically, that song is, like, it just, it's kind of deep. You know, it kind of gives a context, like, you know, if... And it really gives the context about somebody who's really in their own head. You mm-hmm. know? It's like, if I thought about killing myself, I've definitely thought about, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, it's somebody who's trying to find themselves through all this turmoil, you know, and really trying to keep, um, I'm trying to put my thoughts together, really trying to keep like a stable, stable mind, you know, like, like I'm kind of lost, but I've always held myself into a high regard. Absolutely. You know, so, like, you know, it's sometimes, you know, you're talking about self-harm. You know, the, the self-harm, you know, is for, like, a release of some kind of emotion or some kind of a feeling, you know. But I feel like, you know, like, in in uh, his world where he's always been important to himself, you know, he just kind of put it out there. Like, if I thought about killing me, I've definitely thought about killing you. And, I mean, for this song, I think it's called Yikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that itself is a is a concept of, like, I have such high regard for my, like, my grandiosity. I believe I am the best. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, if I've thought about killing me, I mean, there's no question I've thought about killing you. Yeah. Because I am the best. Yeah. I'm the, I am the most important person, and you are the second most important person. Mm-hmm. So the equal, like, one with one equals I kill you. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I mean, when you look at it in that context... It's kind of shocking. Yeah. Yeah. To think about that. To think that those are the thoughts um, that somebody's had. Or when he talks about in the song, he mentions being in a hospital with 100 beds. Mm-hmm. I'm like, the psych ward. Yeah. Okay. That's where it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so kind of like, just like what I love to do every day, which is like find the nuances and find the little gems in to what mm-hmm. somebody's thinking I'm like oh that's a deep thought yeah oh you're still thinking about those hundred beds I bet you yeah because in those hundred beds you're just one in a hundred mm-hmm. <laughs> and I then in the song I thought I wonder if he's thinking about killing somebody in the psych ward yeah do you think Kanye cheats his meds do I think Kanye cheats <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. But I think anybody, as he says, he is bipolar. Mm-hmm. Anybody who is on who is bipolar suffers from personality disorder. At any, generally, they struggle with meds because yeah. you feel so good that mm-hmm. you're like, I don't need these. Yeah, right. I think anybody who has mental health and takes meds mm-hmm. at a certain point, you're like. I feel really good. I probably don't need to take this every day, but forgetting that you feel really good because you're taking your meds. So, yes. Do I think he cheeks his meds? Yes. How do you think he wrote an album in, like, four days? (laughs) I could definitely see Kanye cheeking his meds for for extra snacks. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) On the meal you, trying to to get extra peanut butter and jellies and shit. But also (laughs) thinking, like, cheeking your meds, like, I would assume that there's a thought of, like, if I don't, I'm going to lose my genius. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, my genius is because of this. Yeah. And they're trying to take my genius. Yeah. Ooh. I ain't mad at that. Damn. It's like, maybe take the meds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same for later. Same for later. <laughs> so, uh, so what else did you think about the album? I mean... I didn't, there was one part that I didn't, I didn't like the abrupt end of each song. Mm-hmm. I felt like all of a sudden we were on a new song. Yeah. I was like, what is that about? Yeah. I need a closing. Okay. I like the closure. <laughs> and I loved Violent Crimes, the song. Mm. About his daughter, right? Yes. What did you think about it? I wasn't really feeling it. W- tell me why. I wasn't feeling it. I feel like the bars were, his raps were a little creepy. You know, just a little bit. Tell me I mean, what's creepy about him. I mean, I mean like, like I, I get the bluntness and, like, to be honest about, like, especially in, in our world, you know, how men are going to objectify any woman, especially your daughter. Yes. And you got to come to terms with that, you know. But I just, I don't know, I feel like, I mean, I feel like I just, like, I, I, like, the, I like the chorus and I like the beat a little bit. I just didn't really think it was a, I just didn't really like it. Like, I don't like listening to it. Really? I don't. I listened to it like four times today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like listening to it. It's just not my. It's not your. It's not your jam. Because I mean, like their song, like their songs about you know peoples and they you know and their kids and how they kind of relate to you know being a, a player to having a daughter. But I feel like his his was just a little. Yeah, I just didn't like it. Was it a little too direct? It was a little, a little bit. A little know? too much. I feel like it wasn't needed. Ooh. Okay. I feel like it just wasn't needed, you know. Interesting. And we can we, we can get to that too. So like, um, is there anything else you want to say about the album that that you feel like you need to? No. All right. So I made bullet points. Okay. Tell me what your thoughts so, are. So this is why I hate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate it because it's not a lot of rapping. Seven songs, and you're a rapper. Fair you gotta, enough. You got to be rapping. <laughs> That's fair. There wasn't a lot of rapping. Not a lot of rapping. Uh, like in the play of that, two, a lot of spoken word shit. You know, like, 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 yeah, seven songs, fam. Like, I need you to really just be going off on the songs now. now in the last couple of years, Kanye has kind of stepped back from like this to like being the rapper. So I, I, I get it. But I feel like you know his his absence. I was really looking for rapper Kanye to come back. Mm. You know, like I was, I was. That's what I was looking for. So when I didn't get, it, when I didn't get it, I was kind of like, mm, I'm cool, fam. Uh, there, uh, not a lot of, and then the stuff that he did rap, there's not a lot of like thoughtful, like, ooh, that's that, that's a that's a good line type shit. I didn't hear a lot of bars, not a lot of memorable bars. Um, the theme, it wasn't really, like most kind of albums have a theme. I guess this theme was just him, you know, going through his own shit. But at the same time, like, I feel like his themes are like you can like um, see them even if you're not in like because like we saw it because we're in this field, like we're in the middle field, you know. Right. I feel like if you're not in that field, you're like fuck this CD, you know. But but I feel like for Kanye, usually his albums, even if you're not in that, like even if you don't have like a like you know like a not a like like you don't have like a like. A lot of knowledge on what he's talking about. You can still see his album and see the you know the theme. Do you think the theme though was just like grown ass shit, like being I, a parent, like your wife's mad at you? Yeah. Like I think yeah. Well, you know that, that's a good point. I think so. Actually, yeah. That yeah yeah yeah. Because I feel yeah. like recently a lot of albums, like even you think of like Beyonce and Jay Z's album, mm-hmm. like. Charlemagne would say it's like contemporary rap, <laughs> yeah. like adult rap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like the theme is like adult shit. Mm-hmm. Like my wife's mad at me. She told me not to do it. I did, I did it anyways. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which I think that's like my third favorite song on the album. <laughs> kind of. I really don't like it either. Um, he has like he has a couple one verse songs. It's like on a seven album song, you can't have one verse songs, man. Like this is as a hip hop person, you mm-hmm. can't have one verse. At least to me, unless it's like, unless you just gas, unless you let you just go hard. You know, it's like man, I could I could appreciate it, but when you have like all that melodic shit and you you know, which I don't I don't hate the melodic shit, but you know when when it's just one verse songs and it, like yeah, I can't I can't deal with it. And that song, all mine, that song was trash. Why? That song is Tell trash. me why That's you think a, it's trash. That little, his little cadence he was on there uh, and the way he was. 
like I was like, okay, no, yes, that's no. annoying. <laughs> no, that's annoying. I, I was like, fuck no. I was like, are okay, you, are you serious? I can fuck with that. Okay, I do admit that's annoying, but my thought was, why did everybody say that was a good idea? Because Kanye has yes men around them. Have you seen his Twitter when his people was uh, kind of falling in line to support him, like Sai High to Prince? You know, he was mm. he was falling in line. He was trying to take all the heat off Kanye. <laughs> you know, he was in he was saying some ridiculous shit too. But yeah, I just wasn't fucking with that song. I can't fuck with it. But then I have a I have a new one that I didn't write down on here, but um um I feel like this album is a poor man's version of the Jay Z four 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 album. Oh, why? Well, this, this there's songs that you know poor like, man's version. Yeah. Okay. So there are songs that has comparisons, like uh, you know, on the first song on the Jay Z album, he has "Kill Jay Z," mm-hmm. and then Kanye has uh, "I Thought About Killing You." Mm-hmm. There's a song about you know him messing up with his wife. Jay Z has that. Jay Z has "Legacy," which is a, essentially about him leaving stuff for his daughter. Mm-hmm. Kanye has "Violent Crimes," and, there, and then he has like you know. F- Filler songs, you know, like Yikes and um, All Mine and mm-hmm. fucking. Except I do like Ghost Town. You do. I do like that song. Why do you like Ghost Town? I don't know. I feel like I I I, I like Kid Cudi on there. I like the I like the vibe, and you know, and it kind of has like like you said, like you know, like like as a therapist, you can like sit back and listen to this album and see you know like kind of what's going down. You know, uh, you, you know that girl comes on and she talks about. Um, you know, like putting their hands on the stove and feeling free, right? You know, which is like you know self, you know self, you know self harm, you know right. self harm. That's a big, that's a big deal for like, in, like especially like work with juveniles. Mm-hmm. Self harm is like you, that's that's pretty much a given. It's going to happen, you know. And mm-hmm. I feel like it was just like you know doing that and saying you feeling free. I just feel like that was like a big like that was like a big window into like what he was going through. Right, you know, and that song can relate to you know a lot of people, you know, like, and I just I don't know, I just like I just like the song. Like, okay, I just like that song, and then I like uh, um, the one before that uh, song with Charlie Wilson. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, can you believe there's seven songs and we can't remember every song? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I like that song, Charlie Wilson. But uh, yeah, I mean, I do like it that it's a short album. Cause like there's a lot of shit to listen to nowadays, mm-hmm. and short albums, you know they uh they make sense. You know there's a place for them. You they know. make sense. I mean, really, who has time to listen to 22 songs? <laughs> no one has time to listen to 22. I mean, maybe if you live in LA and that's all you do is drive, you can yeah. listen to 22 songs. But seven songs is quick. It's easy. It gets to the point. I like that because then I can listen to something else. Yeah. Or I can just listen to my song on repeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that seven song, you know. So I mean, even though I was I was kind of bashing on that earlier about you know him not rapping enough. But I feel like seven songs make sense, you know. So uh, so let's get into some mental health shit. All right. About that. Since we kind of gave our review of the album, you love it. I, I love it. I don't really mind it. I you mean, like it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's all right, but all mine. He he should have tried again. One more time. Somebody One more again. Somebody should have told him, uh, let's not do all mine and let's figure and let's figure this out all over again. I wonder if Charlemagne would have heard this album, what he would have said. Because he said the last album he heard, he was like, It's gonna be so good, it's gonna be so good. Yeah. It's like I mean, if Charlamagne thinks like me, like I, I got a feeling that the last album he was, he probably was doing a little more rapping. Mm-hmm. So the person who you know, you, you know but Kanye takes a a hiatus, you know, you want to hear him rapping. At least me, I did. I want to hear some rapping. Oh, I don't. And I, <laughs> I don't need to hear any rap. I just want to hear a lot of hooks. Yeah. And a little bit of something. There's a lot of, there's a lot of that on there. And I want to hear a little bit about your wife mm-hmm. and a little bit about your life and a lot of singing. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, uh, yeah, let's get into some mental health stuff. We could tell through this whole, we could tell. Even even like just listening to the CD, we could tell that he was going through some things. You know, he wasn't. He was definitely. I think he was reflective. I think the album showed that he was reflective mm-hmm. on things that had happened, and like definitely had a name for it. And I think that's what happens with mental health. It's like once you know, yeah, like once you've been like, okay, I have depression or I have anxiety. 
or I'm bipolar. Once you have that, then you can kind of reflect and be like, oh, this is what happened. So in many ways, it felt like he wasn't currently in it, Mm -hmm. but he definitely was just in it. Yeah. You know, so I felt like he was showing the world. I mean, I would say it's pretty courageous to tell the world this is my bipolar shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to tell people that you're bipolar and to even say, like, this isn't a disability, you know, I'm a superstar. Like, yeah. It, I mean, being bipolar is hard to live with. Mm-hmm. It's really difficult to live day to day and know you have a diagnosis of bipolar. I mean, and it impacts everything in your life. Yeah. So it's like, I thought it was, I mean, if anything, that's where... You get me as a therapist. Because that means there's other people who are like, hey, he has it. He did this. Maybe it's not the end of the world. Yeah. I feel that. And, you know, and especially in our society, celebrity, you know, when a celebrity's going through it, it makes it a little easier to, you know, to go through it, you know. Right, because they're successful. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, you can still be successful. I mean, then you say, you know, yeah. slavery didn't exist. But, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> you can still be successful and have a diagnosis. It's not all the time the worst of the worst. Yeah. And I feel like, especially, like, in our community, you know, you know, the, you know, the black community, we don't really like to open up about, you know, our... Our mental, our mental health status, but I feel like since celebrities are doing it now, mm-hmm. you know, we have a few rappers like Royce the Five Nine, Jay Z. I feel like Jay Z just put therapy on the map, and ever since he did that, you know, for mm-hmm. people of color, it's like shit. Well, if he doing it, if right, if, if the goat is doing it, then shit, man, it's then we got to do it, you know, because it's it's healthy. So, so, but you are right. Like I feel like because he could come out and say I'm bipolar, mm-hmm. you know. uh, there's some kids in my life, man. You know, I, I was diagnosed with that too. It's not. It's not over, right? You know? And I think that's when there's people out there who can say that, or like, there's a, um, other rappers like XX. Oh, Extension. Yep. Said he was depressed, right? Like yeah. when other people say that, then people in the black community recognize that you can still be successful, mm-hmm. even though you have. A diagnosis. It's not the end of the world. Yeah. So I think that's the most... I mean, if I took anything away from the album... I mean, after I could heard that part, this is my bipolar shit, I could have been done. <laughs> because I was like, yes! <laughs> he said it! And there was no more questioning it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think as you say it and you talk about it... I mean, what I didn't like about it is that he hasn't talked about any treatments. Mm. And the things that he's done. Okay. You know, he hasn't talked about, like how he moves past it or, like, what his day-to-day life is like, you know, Mm -hmm. or, you know, like, Jay-Z going to therapy. Yeah. You know, when he was asked about, like, do you go to therapy, he was like, my friends and my family are my therapy. It's like, I could really use you on this side. (laughs) You know, we could really use you on, like, advocating for therapy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I feel you. Yeah. So let's, let's go back to grad school. And Kanye West's case is a study you got to study for one of the stupid ass assignments we had to do. Always with the case studies. <laughs> Why do we have so many case studies? So how would you assess Kanye West? I mean, how would I mean? I think the first. I mean, I think it's pretty clear mm-hmm. that like he's definitely had. I mean, we don't know if he's had any depression, right? Yeah, we know that he definitely has had mania. Mm-hmm. Right, we can be really clear on that. Like that's re- like he's over talkative, you know, he's erratic. I mean, we're really clear on that part. Yeah. But I think the hard part about Kanye is because he has so much grandiosity with the ego, mm-hmm. it would be hard to see the other side. Generally with bipolar, there's the you know, the dual are working with one another. You have the ups and the downs. Yeah. But I think with Kanye, because he has so much grandiosity and he would never really want you to see the down part, mm-hmm. like, it would be really hard to diagnose him. Mm. Because you have to have the up and the down. Yeah. Right? And I think it would be really hard to get to, like, you would probably need, like, family involved. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd probably bring Kim. Mm. Bring in, like, some assistance. <laughs> yeah. Bring in some people to get some collateral data yeah. to figure out what's going on 
Because I think with the amount of grandiosity that he has, it would be hard for him to be authentic about that, like, I have down times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel that. So, let's see. if As a social worker, Kanye's file (laughs) comes to my desk, and I got to figure out a way to not even really diagnose, because social work is not really... Know, based on diagnosis a lot, unless it's like you're like you're a therapist, but sometimes you just have clients that you just see, right? So I think that uh, definitely system theory is definitely in play. Uh, he lost his mom a few years back. Absolute traumatic experience, you know. And if he and I feel like if he's just now getting to the point where he can talk about his mental health. Then he then he really glazed over that and didn't really address it like he should have, mm-hmm. you know. Um, let's see what else. Uh, his mother was, you know, a key person in his life. Uh, see, he married someone that brought a lot of attention for just simply existing. You know, like mm-hmm. just I mean, was they said he got liposuction and because he didn't want people to call him fat like they did her brother. Right. You know, so it's like, so even if you were a person with the withdrawal from the, you know, from the spotlight, because the way your wife makes her money, she cannot, you know, you, you, you got to be seen, you know, right. you got to be seen. So like, and you know, it's easier to be skinny when you're younger and you get older, it's a lot harder. So, you know, that has a whole different, that has a lot of stuff to play with it too, or in the play. So I feel like his system now, you know, you got Chris, you got the Kardashians, um, I feel like he's surrounded by a lot of yes men, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just causing it's causing him to be disconnected. Absolutely, I mean you he's know? disconnected from the reality. So I mean it would be hard. I mean that's what I mean. It would be hard to determine is this inflated self esteem slash grandiosity, or is he just Kanye West? Yeah, and like he is that awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So when it's like a person who doesn't have that social network. Yeah. And they're just Joe Schmo who works at Safeway. Mm-hmm. It's like, and they think they're the president. That's really easy. Yeah. Right? It's like, <laughs> that's grandiosity. Yeah. But it would be really hard if you figure out if it's inflated self-esteem because he is pretty badass. Yeah. So it's like, how much of this is right? Mm-hmm. But I also think he calls himself a god on a regular basis. He's walks around saying, what is God going to do today? Right. So, I mean, he also talks about himself in the third person. Yeah. So, I mean, that would be the hard part around, like, is he grandiose or is he just that awesome? Yeah. That would be a hard one. Yeah, I think it would be, like, like I feel like I can see what's going on. Like, I can see how the breakdown happened. Like I said, uh, mom dies. He's in the spotlight. He's in the spotlight more, he, like, even when he doesn't want to be a spotlight, you know, like, you know, like because I feel like his 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 family, his family, you know, the Kardashians are a spotlight. Right. You know, so it's like even if like you're just a regular rapper, you could probably like hide for a few years. You don't go on tour. You kind of stay in the cut, you mm-hmm. know, and but I feel like the way they get their money, you got to be seen. And I feel like that all that pressure. And people really, you know, always talking bad about his family. I mean, you know, even though, like, I don't really like the way they move. And that's still his family. I mean. You know. And I also would like to point out, even though some people don't believe it, his wife did get kidnapped by gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Some people don't believe that. I recognize that. <laughs> I'm one of them. It, Chris is one of them. <laughs> um, but I'm just saying, imagining... Feeling this feeling of grandiosity, right? Being on stage and being like, I am all powerful. I talk to these people, they respond. And then having that completely shattered with knowing that the person you love, you cannot control or fix what's happening to them. Mm -hmm. You can control thousands of people. You tell them jump, they jump. Yeah. Like in the moment at your concert. Uh And then somebody walks out and is like, oh, by the way, your wife just got kidnapped by a gunpoint and you have no control over that. Mm -hmm. For somebody who's bipolar, that's a significant circumstance. A yes. loss of control. Yeah. I would say that there's probably going to be a phase after that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? If you if you're if he controls his mental health by controlling his surroundings, by controlling the people and you don't have control over something, 
there's definitely going to be a downturn. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like the way the way to kind of intervene with these situations is I think he's I think he's doing it now. He's off Twitter a lot, you know, a lot less. Mm-hmm. He's had some friends show up that probably didn't understand what was going on with them. Yep. And then his, I feel like his meltdown on Twitter was like a crying, like a cry. Yep. People showed up, supported him. You know, even though they might not agree, they supported him. They, you know, they um, they showed they was in a corner. And I feel like after the CD kind of, or, you know, like after the Van Lathan thing happened. Right. He went away. For for a, you know he kind of went away and I feel like that was the best thing he could have done. Absolutely. You know, like you got to disengage. You ha- you just have to move yourself out of it mm-hmm. because you sound stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're not willing to apologize. Yeah. So I mean, you just got to pull yourself out of it at that point. There's nothing else to do. Yeah. I I mean, or you just go in harder. Yeah. Luckily, he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that would. That would definitely rock some things. Yeah. That would rock some things. Or even in that one, he talks about his wife being mad, Kim being mad. Yeah. You know, telling him, like, stop. But a part of being bipolar is excessive talking. Mm-hmm. You, it's like, you can't. Mm-hmm. You, there's, like, you can't control that, so we need to find a medium to control your ability to do that, especially because you have access to the world on Twitter. Yeah. I wonder if that's one of his interventions, like phone time from from nine to eleven. Absolutely. Take a break. Absolutely. You know, and then uh, you know maybe go read a book, mm-hmm. <laughs> go for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, go write a song, and then from eleven to you know, or from uh, you know two to four, you can have your phone back. Yeah. Can't sleep with the phone next to the bedside. <laughs> I I mean, but I think those structure, mm-hmm. right? I think intervention is structure. Yeah. Right to. A lot of it is just simply planning mm-hmm. for when you're manic. Yeah. Or depressed. Yeah. Right? It's like, so we need structure so that if things get off and you steal your phone, oh, we're either, we're going somewhere. Yeah. Like, we're not stable anymore. Mm-hmm. That would be a good tell that you're probably going to be manic in the next couple days because yeah. you stole your phone. Yeah. So I think <laughs> a lot of times it's just structure, mm-hmm. you know? Or a little group therapy. I would hate, like, well, I don't. Me, I, no, I'm just gonna say, me personally, I would probably hate for Kanye to be in my group. <laughs> I you can, would. I couldn't do it. I Wait, to be in your group if you were a person, a client, or be no? To, if I was, the, if I was a therapist. Oh, I would die for that. I mean, like this, this is how we even sitting here and brainstorming. Like, what could you? How could you? How could you help Kanye West? Oh, you know what it is. I think it's that. With Kanye West, I would say because the loss of his mother was probably the, that you was, know, triggering it. point yeah. for him. Yeah. It's probably about intimate connection to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like a trusting connection to somebody who he can really believe has his best interest. Think about who the people he's around. Yeah. You know, so once you're in, once you're like, no, mm-hmm. like, it's me and you, I got your back, and you put him in group therapy, like, it would just be a look. Like, yeah. stop. <laughs> I guess stop. It, I mean, yeah, and there, there there are all those clients that you have, you know, that you know, there's people like, how could you get to that person like that? You're like, I, I just I just know what to do, you know. Right. I think it's like being around all those people and being around the media and feeling like everybody's trying to get something out of you mm-hmm. with somebody who has no monetary buy-in or has no like really just wants to help you. Yeah. To have that surrounding, I think would be The best intervention, because then, I mean, if you think about it, that loss of his mother is a loss of a maternal figure, Mm -hmm. somebody to guide him and, like, walk him through things. Yeah. Which probably would have been helpful, I don't know, a thousand times before. (laughs) So it's like that. It's like having him be in there and being like, do you see how other people interact around you? Do you see what you do to other people? I'm going to help that so you don't do that to people anymore. Mm -hmm. Because people will leave you if you keep doing that. Yeah. I think Kanye would need like a twenty-year vet therapist, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody who's like not not anybody who's because you know being being a therapist or being anybody who works with people. Some there are some personalities that can intimidate you, you know, yep. just by even like you know reading the file. You know, yeah, this kid isn't like 
isn't like um or this person isn't like famous but it's like just by reading the file it's like oh shit this person's done this this and this and then it's like oh fuck that you know like as a new therapist that could be intimidating so I feel like he would need somebody who's really like who ain't fucking around have you watched the TV show with the therapist lady you have Anna wait I, I don't know fix her name. my life who's the yeah, fix my life yeah. lady <laughs> I don't know her name whoever the fix my life lady is Kanye needs her to fix his life yeah. because she has amazing balance between blunt truth mm-hmm. and like this maternal I'm with you and like I won't let you fall but yeah. I'm gonna push you past all your comfort zones but if you trust me enough it will work yeah we'll get there we'll get and I think that's that part and like you would definitely have to do some family intervention like you would have to be like okay listen Kim like mm-hmm. this is how yeah. for a couple months we need structure. He definitely needs family therapy. Right. We you need bring family them. therapy. <laughs> you gotta bring them all in. It's like know. everybody's coming in, but it I think her name's Ilonda. I don't know her name. I just saw I see clips and she be and she be getting them together. She be tearing people up <laughs> and then being like, But I got you. Yeah. And it's true. I mean, to have somebody who does that and walks along with him mm-hmm. in every aspect of, like, when he gets the text message and he wants to post it online. Yeah. Like, you are accountable to me as your therapist. Yeah. Because that's against our plan. So, like, he has no account. There's nobody keeping him accountable. What mm-hmm. is He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But when you trust a therapist, it's like, you can do that, but, like, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't probably have to talk about anything. He's like, I just did it. And it's like, mm-mm. Yeah. Not therapy, no. We talk about why you decided to do that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, it's like, yeah. I don't know isn't an option. Yeah. We got to so figure this out. Think about why you do know. Mm-hmm. I think that would be the key. Like an older. Somebody who ain't fucking around. So, yeah. And somebody with a lot of experience. Because you, you know. would probably want somebody who's like been through the ringer. And yeah. has like credentials and proof. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's Chloe's ex-husband's <coughs> therapist. What was his name? Who's her ex-husband? Which one? The Chloe who's married to the basketball player. Oh, he had a therapist, Lamar Odom? I mean, he got sober. He had to have something. That's true. <laughs> I just assume. <laughs> I mean, he went to treatment. That's true. So, I mean, maybe they should call him. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's what needs to happen. He just needs someone to guide him along. Yeah, structure. Structure, giving him a path, somebody to walk alongside him was like, that's a bad idea. Yeah. I know you believe it's a good idea, but like your healthy self, yeah. it's going to regret this in two weeks. Say it all out. <laughs> <laughs> say it all out. Like really, like, really, like, I've done that, you know, like, you know, working with clients, like, can you say that again? And then they say it, like, now does that really sound rational? It's like, mm. You know, about you know, but then again, as a therapist, I'm not there to tell them what to do. But it's kind of like, hey, you wanted some help with this situation. Can you say that again, right? <laughs> you know? Repeat back what you just said. Mm-hmm. And I think just those simple things. But when he says like, my friends are my therapists, you know, you know that's not. Yeah. We I feel like it's like if you have friends that that buck against you, you probably only got one or two of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. because you got to have, like, somebody who's been there with you to have the comfortability to know, to tell you, hey, that is not, that's a terrible idea. You yes. Know? You definitely have to have the friend who's like, that is the worst idea I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. And I mean... I got a few of them. But you don't have a, I mean, like, this, like you probably have a couple that's been there with you, you know? And I feel like, right. and I feel like if Kanye, with his friends and his family, I mean, this is just what I see from the outside looking in. I'm sure his friends are people that he met while he was coming up. Right. And those probably, those probably are the people to have. You need somebody who was with you back in the day to be like, nah, this is, this is how this is going to go because I actually care about you, you know? Right. You know? Because when it all leaves, you know, when it all ends, Mm-hmm. When all the fame and all that and stuff, like, this is a bad idea. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't do that. I mean, if you put me on, how are you going to tell me, you know, like, what's a bad idea or not? Like, right. like I'm responsible for you. So, like, just, mm-hmm. just, just that kind of psyche is like, you ain't going to, at least that's what I think. You, you ain't going to be the best person for me when shit goes down, you know? Right. And, I, I mean, that's what I always think. I think it's important, like, especially with that, that you have somebody in your life who has no buy-in. 
mm-hmm. to you being successful. Yeah. Like, it can't be your friend because your friend's your bodyguard. And, like, if you aren't successful, he can't pay his mortgage. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it needs to be somebody who literally has no buy-in to you being successful, just wants you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And doesn't gain anything from you succeeding. Yeah. Which is a therapist. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) That's true. I mean, but some ways a therapist, I mean, you know, because you are paying for some of those, some of their bills. You are, but generally they have a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So they don't really need you. Yeah. Like I lose one, I gain one. Yeah. Like, well, there you go. Next one will come in. All right, well, that's our Kanye West breakdown. That was good. That was a good session. I feel like I feel like a lot of rappers need this breakdown. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think more and more rappers are talking about shit. Yeah, well, because um, I was, uh, you know, like, just to go back to, uh, like, Charlemagne. He was, or was it Charlemagne? It was somebody who was saying, like, now, like, for the first time, we're seeing, like, rappers age yes you know like we're seeing rap we're seeing like rappers who are you know who are who who's been hot when they was young and then now they're getting older you know and we're seeing like you know old like kind of older rap game i mean of course you have like you know like the old ass rappers who like it from the 80s but like but i feel like those rappers weren't like you know they didn't get the publicity like a Jay Z got or a Puff Daddy right. got or you know or even Kanye West got. So now we're seeing those rappers age, you know, and we're trying and we're really seeing them, you know, go through shit. Oh, absolutely! I think that you know even Jay Z when he talked about it, and he was like, "If my home isn't right, like I'm not, yeah, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going anywhere." Like, and that's some drove man shit right, right there. Right? He's like, "The house will, bur- we will be in the house." Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry, Kanye, I miss your wedding, though, but like. Things were happening around mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you know, and if you, and if some, and if somebody's really your people, they're gonna understand that. Right, and I think, I mean, I think more and more, the the people are coming around and talking about things that mm-hmm. they hadn't talked about before. Yeah, which is allowing then other people just in our society to normalize it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that happens, and you yeah. can move past it. And dropping the persona. Right. That, like, because before you had to be, you had to be like a rapper. 20, you had to be your persona twenty four seven. Right. You know, like you just had to be. And there's still some of that. You know, for younger people, I'm, I'm you know, like they still got to be that. But I feel like you know, with the contemporary rap category they got now, is is you know, you if you forty, you need to be forty. And I yes, we want you to be who you are, which is why I believe that Cardi B is so successful. Because mm-hmm. she's just who she is. She is who she is <laughs> through and through. And I think that more and more, we just want people to be who they are. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to look perfect all the time because we don't look perfect all the time. Yeah. Like, and I don't need that. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. That annoys me. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. I feel like there was a time where that was like the, you know. Mm-hmm. That was the status quo. But I think now that it's changing, I mean, and I think as more people talk about it. So although there are mixed reviews on Kanye's album, mm-hmm. if anything, he talked about mental health, and I appreciate that. Yeah. And I think that more people need to talk about mental health. And my hope is that, you know, maybe there's some black kid out there who's like, you know, it ain't so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bad. I can make it. I can figure it out. Yeah, I can appreciate that too. Mm-hmm. You know, even though, like I said, some of those, the, all mine, that shit, could have left on the cutting room floor, but there were songs on there and there was, and there was a few, uh, you know, there was a few lyrics on there that was, that were needed. Absolutely. You know, especially for our people. Absolutely. I think it's important. I think people should think about it, listen to it. And he didn't talk about Trump. And he didn't didn't. talk about Trump. Because, again, he doesn't know who Trump is. He just likes his energy. So, I mean, even though people want to cancel him, it's like, remember, you're trying to apply logic to a person who is illogical. Mm -hmm. He doesn't get what's going on. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, you want to go ahead and plug your stuff again, just in case they forgot who you are? Yeah, you can find me on... Um, Psychology Today, Andrea Rideau, um, or I have a website, uycounseling.com, which is uniquely you counseling, 
or um, for other clinicians of color in the Portland area, we have a consulting and community group called C4. Um, our next community meeting, hope everybody is attendant, is the first week in August. So hoping everybody can come out. We're trying to get more clinicians of color together to connect. Check out our website, c4pdx.com. Nice. And of course, you know, there's my stuff. Hip hop social worker at gmail.com, HA social work on Twitter, hip hop social worker pod on Instagram, and cscott85 on Cash App. I'm trying to sell out. So uh, if you have any tips on how I can sell out and <laughs> get the most uh, benefit, I'm all ears. <laughs> I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, this was fun. And uh, we should do it again. See you next time, y'all. All right. Third, 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 third.